Hey, my name is Dr. TK, and on this podcast show, we will uncover abundant tools to help you become the CEO of your business and life. I am a mom and wife who took the knowledge as a clinical psychologist, working for a government agency, and being a professor for over 18 years into building a multi-six-figure mental health business and seven-figure digital product business and doing what I love. Now, I believe that you can make a wildly abundant living and become unapologetic while also dreaming big, enjoying life, and making a huge impact in your community. This is the Therapists Deserve Abundance Podcast. Hey, everybody. My name is Dr. TK, and welcome back to my channel. So we are talking about a huge topic, work-life integration. So I personally live by this model. So before I start getting into future podcast episodes about what is it, Um, And how can I apply it to my life? I first just want to slow down the conversation and break this down into three different parts. So part one is what is actually work-life integration? So let's first go back to work-life balance, a term that a lot of people use. So I'm going to say before 2020, actually probably more back in like 1980s, 1990s, there was a such thing called work-life balance. What does that mean and what did that look like? That meant that if you were at work, you can leave your computer at work. There was no laptops coming home with you. There was no work cell phone coming home with you. Soon as you clocked out, you were actually off the clock. You didn't think about work when you were gone. You didn't have to worry about answering emails while you were gone. When you were at home with your kids or family, that is where you were mentally present at. However, that is not the case right now, especially with the high level of technology that is involved in our everyday life. Also, when you think about work-life balance, think about somebody juggling balls in the air. The idea is that people are chasing each part of their life to be equal. But let me ask you, is that humanly possible? And the answer is no. If you have one ball in the air, one ball is going to drop or you have to be focused on catching another one. Your mind is always shifted into different percentages assigned to the different balls. But it's very rare, if ever, that someone has eight different parts of their life happening at the same time and all of them get the amount in terms of percentage of equal attentiveness, right? So then we start hearing more about work-life integration. So I first just want to define it. Work-life integration is your ability to look at all of your different parts of your life, work, career, business, as initially being compartmentalized and you bring them all together and they kind of flow together. So with technology, as I mentioned earlier, work-life integration is your current and new idea of balance, right? The goal of balance is that all parts work equally. Work-life balance, like I said, did not, you know, really happen back in the day. However, right now, think about it. I'm in my home office. So when I'm in my home office, I can record a video. Then I can run upstairs and hang out with my son. Then later on, let's just say if he takes a nap, I can come back downstairs and record another video or podcast. Then I can take my son to the park. Then me and my husband can go out on a date tonight. Then tomorrow I can wake up and answer some emails or have business team meetings on Zoom. Then I host a coaching call. Then I go drop my son off at school. That is the definition of what most of us are actually living, which is work-life 
integration. You're integrating the different parts of your life that used to be separated and you're just pulling them in. Now, let me be clear. It does not mean that you do not have boundaries. You still should have what I consider a hard stop or a hard switch. So what do I mean by that? A hard stop is after I finish recording this video, I know that I have one more. After that, I'm done. I don't want to be on my laptop. I can be on my phone, but I'm not going to be checking emails and checking our project management system. That is a hard stop. A hard shift would be maybe I'm out of town and I chose to double dip. So I will choose to host an event for my clients, but I also brought my family along so that we can have fun at Walt Disney World, right? So a shift would be for the first two hours of the day, I'm going to communicate with my husband. Hey, can you keep our kids in the front quiet or take them somewhere, take them swimming because I need to host a coaching call. I'm going to be done at 11, but give me a window up to 12. At 12, put on their clothes. We're going to go and do X, Y, and Z. Again, hard stop, but I'm shifting and integrating into the other part of my life. So I hope that that makes sense. And so that's number one is just like, what does work-life integration actually look like? Now, number two is how can it benefit you? So let's just make this easy. It causes less stress. And you may be wondering, well, how is that if I'm, you know, switching throughout the day, right? So let me paint a different type of picture. When you were seeking work-life balance, um, where some people are trying to seek it while they're actually should be seeking work-life integration because they're working in their home, their life would look like the following. They get out of phone, they get out of timer and they say something like, all right, I need to do this but I got to get it done by three o'clock. Now, listen, running a business, I understand time blocking. I understand that you need to create a container to get work done. But what tends to happen when you don't get work done within the time frame that's so, so strict because you got to balance out all these parts of your life, what tends to happen is you start counting every single minute and then you become overwhelmed and stressed because you start to look at your to-do list and everything is not done. So someone who operates in the mentality of work-life integration, they're no longer counting the exact minutes that they are allowed. That is the key phrase. They are no longer counting minutes in which they are allowed to work and then switch to family. Now, again, I'm not saying that you shouldn't set up a structure, that you shouldn't set up boundaries, but you're not so hyper-focused that if your kid starts crying, you feel like your whole day is over right? <laughs> That's work-life balance because now you're upset, you're frustrated, you have a little panic attack. Another benefit is that, like I mentioned earlier, we travel, right? So I can be on a plane and typically I don't fall asleep on planes unless I'm coming back somewhere and it's more like out of the country or more than a six-hour flight. So my whole family will be watching movies or sleep or eating or whatever. And I can choose, choose is another key word. I can choose to work on the plane. And then as soon as we step foot off that plane, I'm in fun mode. I'm putting on my Mickey Mouse ears. I'm at Walt Disney World, right? I can choose to eat on the plane if that's my goal. I can mix it. I can choose to work, eat, sleep, and talk. It doesn't matter because I am dictating what I want my life to look like. And when you had a traditional nine to five job, which some of those positions are needed, right? But when you typically back in the day had a traditional nine to five job, you weren't even allowed to take your phone and work out of your car, let alone open it up on your desk. There was actually an HR policy that you would get violated if you were on your phone. You can't bring your personal computer and all those things. And some of those rules are still 
intact and they should be based off the work that you do. Like if you work in a jail, if you work in a hospital, yes, there has to be certain rules because you have to be watching your surroundings the whole time. But nevertheless, look how far we have come. So some of the main benefits, let me recap, is less stress because you're not chasing balance, you're seeking pleasure. And you can literally shift throughout your day how you want. You choose and you decide when the clock turns off and when you can shift throughout the day. So I hope that you're starting to sense that the work-life integration model is giving you more power to dictate how you want to live your life and maneuver through the day, all right? So lastly, let's talk about just a little bit more deeper beyond like the vacation example of how you can use and implement the work-life integration into your current life business or career right now. And so these are just more some tips, okay? So tip number one is it's not about the balance of time. It is not about the balance of time. As I mentioned earlier, it's more about you making a choice of how you want to feel good in the moment. If you're on a plane ride and you don't feel like working or you don't even want to bring your laptop, you have the right to do that. If you take your laptop which is what I do. And you may give yourself permission to say, I don't intend to work, but let me just make sure that my credit card is on file because I may not get free Wi-Fi. Let me make sure that my battery is charged just in case you are not at a, in a first class seat or Delta or something where you can plug it in. That way, if you choose to work during the five hours, because you don't want to watch a movie, you're bored or you realize you can be more productive while everybody else is asleep and quiet and not bothering you, right? Then you can choose to turn on your laptop. But at the end of the day, it's not about the balance of time. It's more about your choice. All right. Number two, the goal is to fully integrate different parts of your life. Now, again, I'm not saying that you don't have boundaries, but you no longer should be stressing about, oh my God, I got to be with my family from one to two because I got to work from nine to 12. Like, no, if you want to attend to your child because you're working and you're feeling a little stress and you feel like being around your kid makes you laugh, it makes you jump, it makes you excited, then that's what you go and do, period, all right? Number three, there is no separation, but hashtag have boundaries. There is no separation. So I'm going to really talk to the individuals who are watching this video in terms of working at home. Some of your office spaces are literally in the corner of your bedroom. So I'm gonna just insert this bonus tip in terms of separation. I do believe that there needs to be a separation from where you lay your head and relax compared to where you work. So I personally, my boundary is, I found I was lucky enough to have a bedroom that we were not using on the bottom floor of a tri-level home. And I converted this into my office space. In my old home, we used a third bedroom and converted it. If I didn't have that, and at one point I didn't because we had people that stayed with me, I chose a corner in my dining room. But keep in mind, I didn't have a lot of privacy unless they were gone, right? But I just chose to decorate that section. And what I'm saying is I did not choose to take my laptop, my iPad, or my phone to my bedroom unless I'm playing with Pinterest boards, watching social media, but no work, okay? So that is the boundary line that I create in terms of what I view as separation. But what we're referring to in terms of the work-life integration for there is no separation, it's just a mindset of you accepting that you have a life in which you just have to make better choices in terms of how you wanna move, all right? And then number four is it is one, Meaning 
work life and home life. It integrates into one unless you literally have a traditional nine to five and you can literally create the separation. But remember, you still have multiple balls to juggle. So something may eventually fall down, right? So it is one, the different parts of your life. And there is only one big goal and opportunity to integrate. So let's just close out by talking about what that truly has looked like for me. So I'm going to take the most recent trip. We went to Walt Disney World for a week. So the first half of the trip was just me and my family having a great time. I was still like creating content and recording it, but I had no intention of posting it in the moment because also for safety reasons, I don't like people to know where I stay until I'm gone, like until I check out. So the first half of the trip, we stayed in one Disney resort. We're a Disney Vacation Club member, so we have the ability to hop around as long as we make our reservations early. So we stayed in one resort for three days. I surprised my family with like an upgrade to another resort, okay? But I knew that in that second resort, I would have two calls. So the first call was two hours with my coaching community for one coaching program. And I went into the master bedroom because the room that we were in was like 1500 square feet. So my kids, my family were inside the house. My husband knew how to keep them quiet. They knew that I was on a coaching call. So they know what it means when mommy is recording, but they were still making noise. And guess what? My clients were majority women who showed up on that call. A lot of them are moms. And I believe based off of even their laughter, they appreciate Sometimes when my son may burst through this office door, they appreciate sometimes when they hear my son like screaming or something because he can't get his way because they can see that I'm human, but I'm still running my business integration, right? Then two days later, we're about to check out. I leave it to manifestation. And I went over to the resort that we stayed at for the first few nights because they have a space that really nobody knows about that you can use for free. And nobody's going to our Disney World to work really. So every time I've went, this room has been available and I had to host another coaching call the day that we were flying out because we didn't fly out to six o'clock at night. So this is a prime example of how I was shifting throughout the day. I went to all of the Walt Disney World parks. We did a two-day hopper pass. We went out to eat. We hung out with friends. I did a whole photo shoot. We stayed at two Disney resorts. We had a great time. And I was still able to serve over 45 mental health therapists through two coaching calls for a total of about three and a half hours. Work-life integration. So I really hope that you've liked this introduction to work-life integration. Let me know in the comment section, um, or if you're listening on the podcast, let me know in the show notes or DM me on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych. Let me know what was your biggest takeaway. Was it me defining what work-life integration is? Was it looking at the benefits with less stress? Was it when I gave practical examples of what it could look like? Let me know what you want to try. Also, let me know what else you want to learn about with work-life integration, because I'm really, really excited to bring this to the channel because this is what I breathe. This is what I live by and it works for me. All right. So if you are new here, welcome. If you're an existing podcast viewer or listener, I want to say I'm very grateful for you returning. Please make sure that you subscribe so that you can be notified of my next videos that come out or podcast episodes. Um, leave your biggest takeaway in the comment section, like this video and share it with another beautiful person that you know who may benefit from the work-life integration model. I will see you in the next episode or video. Bye. 
listen, I am over here dancing. You just finished another epic episode of the Therapist Deserve Abundance podcast. Now I know that flew by way too fast. So if you want more, please head over to our resource page at drtk.com forward slash links for additional abundant resources. Until the next episode, live intentionally abundant.